That's rather neat, don't you think? Brilliant. I'm almost speechless with admiration. Intuitive improvisation. It's the secret of genius. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the James Bond Complex, the podcast where we discuss and analyze the James Bond phenomenon in all its shapes and forms, from Fleming to the films, and everything in between. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. surprise! Oh, surprise! I'm doing it too. Il of surprise. I'm one of your hosts, Edgar, and I'm Matt. And uh, we have a bonus episode for you. Maybe a back-to-back bonus episode. I guess this goes out after Hammerhead or after a Don Bond debriefing, something of that nature. Uh, we're recording this on the first weekend of 2019. Mm-hmm. So it's ha- it's it's a new year. Happy Happy New Year. Uh, to you, Matthew. Happy New Year to me, Edgar. Um, Happy New Year to our listeners. Happy New Year to our listeners, to our to our friends and allies, uh, men and women in the field. You know who you are. And what do a lot of people do at near the end of the calendar year as they look forward to the year ahead? They do New Year's resolutions. Yes. Do you do them? I do them. I tend to do them. And last year, honestly, I was taking more care of... Upstairs than downstairs. Mm. Uh, I, had, I was dealing with uh, a lot of things mm. uh, after uh, the uh, the end of uh, previous year. Was, uh, uh, I remember, yeah, when you and I met, everybody knows this by now, Quebec City, George Lazenby. But in the weeks after that, when we started discussing, you know, we don't have to go into those specifics. But yes, 2017 was a little, it's a little rough year. for you. Yeah, yeah a little, little bit rough. rough for you. 2018 was very... Uh, Informative. I I finished my certificate in university. I started this podcast. Uh, I mean, I felt like I accomplished, and I I, I got back my vivacity that nice. I kind of lost. And 2019, I want to uh, uh, get some uh, equilibrium uh, in all aspects of my life, and I uh, want to get healthier than I am right right now. Mm. I'm, well, you've started that. You've been on. Something yeah, I tried it, and on, you know what? I tried the um, keto diet, but uh, diet, but I'm not satisfied with that. Okay. And um, I'm having an appointment with my dietitian uh, this week, and uh, I'm, 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 I'm gonna bow out of that. It's not. It's, it's, uh, it's not for me. I'll hmm. see. But I'm okay. still. Hopefully, I, you'll find something. I'll find something. You know what? It's just a basic, just uh, regular exercise. Uh, you've done this. I mean, exercise, diet. Uh, yeah, well, th- th- that's sort of how my, I guess, my second half of 2017, that's how my 2017 ended and that sort of bled into 2018 and and, and obviously my 2019 as as well. Uh, but why are we bringing this up? Not that we don't like talk, we don't, not that we don't love talking about ourselves on this show, but that's not why the listeners are here. No. Uh, although we still... We'll kind of be doing that this week. Uh, basically, why are we talking about New Year's resolutions on this first Sunday of 2019? It's because we came up with the idea a while ago, but we sort of put it aside for something else. I think maybe it just wasn't, it was, it was too nebulous at the time. Yes. We weren't sure what is this really? What is this idea? It's a good idea. And honestly, I, I, I derailed uh, that initial idea with my Monopocote game. Right, that's what became Monopocote. That's when you showed up to my house Oh, we're doing this. <laughs> we had a good time. Oh, the episode is a good episode, but I remember that morning. I'm like, what the hell? What? And even even I, I spent so much time last minute, like cutting and pasting stuff together to make that 
game. Well, that's what w- worried me because like 48 hours prior, it was the other thing. And then you show up 48 hours later. Look what I did. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it worked. That's, it did. That, that it did. I will not take that away from you. And from. I will not pretend I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> but uh, what we're doing is essentially we're, we're resuscitating, we're resurrecting an old idea that wasn't precise enough there was no not enough meat on the bone which was bond inspirations uh we're, we're james bond fans we love james bond we love the character and his world for many reasons many reasons sometimes it's just funny sometimes it's just awesome seeing jamaica or japan or or, or istanbul um, but there are other sometimes things that more intangible you can't really describe it, although we'll try, <laughs> that inspire us. Uh, James Bond is, despite what his naysayers will claim, um, and we won't get into that this week, but James Bond, I find, as I will try to demonstrate, as I'm sure you will try to demonstrate, he is an inspirational character. Yes, he is. Very much so. So what we decided to do, New Year... And these are not necessarily my resolutions. I, I actually have real resolutions, but these are sort of they're like Bond-inspired things to abide by. Uh, so we're trying to tie in New Year, inspiration, James Bond fandom, all in one like knot, yeah, one happy mixture. So I have four. So basically, I, we agreed on the idea. We we did we put a little bit of meat on the bones without really going into super duper detail. I have four notions. With a few examples of scenes or just general things James Bond does. I, so I sort of went with the idea, what inspires me about the character and his world. Here's how it inspires me, how I try to apply it. And, oh, this is how it happens in like this movie or something like that. So what, what did you do? Uh, it's more or less, I, 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 I try to find seven moments, with, uh, no, six moments, one for each of the actors. And I think I got a seven because there was one thing. Uh, that I really wanted to bring up, and that I, 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 I did. So I ended up with a total seven. Nice notion. Nice. I, uh, no, wait. Did I, do I have seven or six? I think I have seven. So uh, six. Sorry, I got. It's a good thing you never became that accountant. <laughs> yes. So I got six. Well, if you since you have two more than me, how about we'll trade? But you start, and I guess you would also finish. Oh, so. Okay, uh, I'll start with. Uh, uh, it's a moment in Octopussy. Actually, it's almost the entire third act of Octopussy. When, and it, 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 I have pictures for, for visual support. And it's the moment where Bond has a clown face on and has Very to disarm. Very underrated scene. Yeah. Very underrated. And the thing is, I wrote that is because that it's... Uh, it op- like that sequence often gets a bad rap, but it has a pretty cool sequence. Bond is at... Uh, is tired he's been running around he's been chasing uh, killers with uh, knives he's been facing off the Russian army he's been clinging on the uh, train he's tired he's been he received the bird from a couple of teenagers in a car yeah I mean he's been humiliated but he still pursues his gold and he doesn't care like if I have if I if he has to dress up as a clown to achieve his gold and look like a fool don't you look like an imbecile? You know what? Get me the pancake ma- makeup on. Hmm. So I'm like, the the um, the uh, willingness to not uh, to uh, endure humiliation to achieve your goal 
like the endurance i find inspiration in that moment absolutely no i agree and it's 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 a very well chosen scene it's it's maybe not what the scene is trying to get across but it can easily be interpreted like that because he's dressed like a freaking clown and it's also the scene anybody that that maybe general naysayers of the character like haven't never seen that movie but whatever oh rank your bonds my least favorite's roger they'll like they'll always bring up that scene to me and, always bring and up to that me one. that's the, that's a, the opposite because he dresses up as a clown it makes him cool it makes him like you know i can be the sexy secret agent the suave uh, mystery man that every everyone knows but i can so you know what uh, to achieve my goal I, i'll dress as a clown if necessary absolutely if it, it's like the <laughs> the end just justified the means and if the end needs me to dress as a clown i'll dress as a clown no no absolutely so that applies for real life sometimes you're you're forced to do things that are a little bit humiliating and to achieve your goal and it's not i'm talking i'm not talking about job work we're talking about your goals if you need a job that you don't like but to achieve your goal Well, you know that that's in, that that's like dressing up as a clown, mm. basically. You might so, feel like a clown. Exactly. You metaphorically feel like a clown, whereas James Bond is actually a clown. But they're <laughs> both, they both are, they go hand in hand. The two ideas go hand in hand. You know. So yeah, to achieve your goal, you need to be uh, willing to step on your, uh, on your uh, swallow your pride sometimes. Exactly on your pride a little bit. Yeah, it's certainly if, like you were saying, if the ends do justify those means. Uh, absolutely. Unless your ends are like world domination. But that's yeah, maybe. that's a different thing. Yeah. Then you are a clown. <laughs> world domination. Same old dream. That's And very good. What do you have? My number one. I'm going to... Well, my number one. I'm going to take the one that is like a reflection of the one you just did, although it's it's different in a subtle way, possibly. And I started with... They don't all start with quotes, but it started with a quote. It's from The World Is Not Enough. Uh, when uh, one of my favorite scenes in the entire franchise, uh, which is when Bond gets his, his his gadgets, and you know R is you know buggering off wherever, and he turns to Q, you know you're not leaving that time. That yeah, I know I might retire, but I always try to teach you two things, and the first thing is never let them see you bleed. And I love that line because life is tough. Sometimes you have to dress up like a clown. Sometimes you need to get humiliated, or sometimes they're People, circumstances, bad luck will get you down. Sometimes it's intentional. They're people that are not as nice as we'd like them to be in this world. Sometimes it's a complete accident, but it's still a challenge. It's still some sort of a hurdle for you, but never let them see you bleed. So I wrote, like, be confident. Don't lose. Uh, don't lose that would bring you What? <laughs> don't let those that would bring you down think they have the upper hand regardless of what you may be thinking inside. Don't stoop to their level. And one of the examples uh, I have is the, the dinner table at doc, in Doctor, uh, the dinner table scene in Dr. No, <laughs> where like Bond is captured. He's probably a dead man. Dr. No has his stuff in order. Tell me, does the loss of their hands really make up for the control of the American satellites? It's just, he's in dire straits, but you don't let it show. And I'm not saying... I always succeed in that. I'll be honest, I don't always succeed in that. But I do, you know, I'm no secret agent, I'm not an assassin, but in some capacity, 
in my everyday life where things don't go well or at work and I have to, to face certain, circum, certain circumstances like deadlines and this and that, I try to sort, uh, sort of apply that. Uh, you know, or the I have also the Skyfall scene where like Bond is tied up and Silva's like, oh, I bet your training is, you're wondering what you're training. What you're talking about is no. good. Uh, uh, come deflect. Yeah, just to deflect the stress. Show a smile. Tell a joke. Your brain is probably rattling off all the potential solutions to your problem, but your face is like. Yeah, you know, when this. somebody tries to either intimidate or scare you, being like a bully, and you just go smile, yeah. it pisses them off. It's yeah. such a it's it's something I've been trying to when I see people that are being dicks to me, and I'm like, um, or smile. S- an- another another version of this, and it's, it's <laughs> I've sometimes gotten rather good at it, is. If I'm being completely honest, 95% of the time, I legit don't care what anybody says about me. Yeah, I've noticed But that. I know how people behave. 95% of people really care about what you sell, tell them. So I'm like, someone tells me something that's real dumb, well, oh, that's interesting. Oh, how's that working out for... I, I don't give a shit what you just said about me, but I know what I'm about to say. You're really going to give a shit about that. So... I win, you lose. But, you know, it's not, not necessarily about winning or losing, but it's just trying to uh, show the veneer of being in control and being a cool customer even under pressure. So that's sort of my Bond inspiration. You know? Very good. The loss of hands really make up for controlling missiles. Like, ooh, you got them there. Now there's that little seed of doubt because I'm like, I have guards all around him. I can crush him anytime I want. I've kidnapped his girlfriend, and this guy's still making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> Do I not have the upper hand all of a sudden? You know. uh, let me get to um I'll do number four first. Um it's a scene from License to Kill. Um it's the moment where uh M confronts Bond about this ongoing vendetta against uh, Sanchez. Uh and when when Uh, M asks uh, Bond what he's going, what he's doing, and Bond says, um, "Well, he's put his life uh, on the line for me many times before." And it's about the value of friendship, and sometimes um, uh, you have to you have to back up your friends, even sometimes if your friends are dicks and put themselves in arms way for stupid reasons. Sometimes you have to back up your friends because. Of loyalty, friendship, honor, but also sometimes, I mean, they got your back in the past. And i it's the value of friendship uh, from Bond. I mean, it's not something he does often. No, it's not. It's a very interesting thing to say. No, not that it's not. But it's, th- a, it's there. It's clearly there. It's, that's, that's why License to Kill happens. It's there yeah. in other, uh, other novels, other books. I mean, in... The novel, it does the same scene happens in, in, in the novel, so I'm not spoiling anything. But in the in the the movies, there's multiple times where um, even a Bond girl and I like gets gets it for no good reason, and Bond just out of loyalty will avenge that person later on. Just the movie we discussed, Living Daylights, Saunders gets Skellers gets turned into probably human 
mush mush by bond by being thrown off uh, the plane so it's something that the the, the value of uh, friendship it's not it's not a common theme mm. but it, it and, and it's gonna pair up with my next one nice when, when i get there well another example would be the spy who loved me when uh, masova says when we're done i'm going to kill you she gets captured bond can get out of there alive yeah. and he says no i'm gonna go back and save her because i know deep down inside we can be friends or lovers temporarily but yeah it's like that i'm going to honor what we what we had even though it was for a really short time because it was genuine we were we were legitimately friendly with one another and we enjoyed each other's company something got in the way and this happens between friends something got in the way just just watch old grumpy men that's <laughs> that's the moral of the entire movie old grumpy old grumpy men you know, something got in the way, which which uh, created a fissure. But I know this guy or this girl's actually my friend, so I'm going to do something for them. It's a very nice point. Good. So, what what do you have next? Uh, well, my next one is uh, my next one's a little bit more obvious because you know, in our average conversations, when we're not necessarily talking about Bond, it's something that I brought up a number of times. It's fitness. I I oddly enough, I don't have any Roger Moore examples. <laughs> I don't know why he is the the epitome, uh, uh, the, the apex of masculinity. Apex. <laughs> Especially when you read, I just read that chapter in uh, the the Live and Let Die Diaries when he's just doing basically squats and he's tired of doing squat and he's. Depends it. how you do the squats because that's that's actually one of the many exercises I do. But I, I I haven't I haven't read the book yet, so I don't know. I'd be curious to see just the fact that he's doing exercise. <laughs> <laughs> he swims and he does probably 20 squats I guess but no I do it's it's a, you know we don't we're not in the same situation and and I, I applaud you for trying to, to to change your your habits and I encourage you to continue doing it I'm obviously not my starting point is not the same as your starting point so we're not going to have the same vantage vantage points here but certainly if I go back to like Say two years ago, we're in 2019 officially, so say two years ago, like that first half of 2017, I wasn't not in shape, but I knew that I wasn't doing anything particularly good either. And and one of the things I, I, I can't remember, I'm, there can't be just one person or video or article that said this. I'm sure tons of these fitness people say these things, but it's like you, 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 you are what you eat and your, your body... You can sculpt it however way you, you want. It's you, it's your choice. And and that sort of struck me. Like again, I wasn't unfit, but I wasn't fit either. It's just like patently average, I guess you would you would say. But that was like hit me. Like, you know, you are what you eat and you can sculpt your body to be whatever it is. And it's been quite a journey since the summer of 2017. I wasn't like going crazy back. No, I'm not doing crazy now, but it was like running. Not much else, but running is a great exercise, but I didn't really, wasn't really doing much else. And I banged up uh, an, a knee and an ankle because I wasn't really, I hadn't run in a long time. So I, like, that, that was a hurdle. And I said, well, shoot, I can't, I don't want to just stop for like a month. So I got a gym membership where there was a pool and other exercises. And that really got the juices flowing. And the more, the more fit you are, I, I feel I can't speak for anybody else. I can only speak for me. But the more the the more the fitter I get, 
the the the, the better I which it sounds like the most obvious thing ever, the fitter I am, the better I feel. But it's one of those little things like walking up the stairs. I don't pant anymore. Uh, when I just get up to walk somewhere, there's a bit of a jaunt in my step. There's, there's just like more energy in how I'm doing things right now, and it feels good. So, you know, you got Daniel Craig running all over the place against Malacca in, in Casino Royale, or any scene with Daniel Craig. <laughs> any scene with Daniel Craig shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> And and you know what? Honestly, to be to, to to be perfectly honest with you, I look at Brosnan. I look at Brosnan. I think he is. We haven't talked about any of the Brosnan films yet, but I think not only is he one of the most underrated Bond actors, I think he's one of the more underrated Bond actors when it comes to the physicality. The Trevelyan fight in Goldeneye it, is awesome. Yes, yes, it's amazing. And he's like punching people left and right and tomorrow never dies. Like he's running all over the place in all of his movies. You know, I know he's not brought up often. It's always Sean when Sean was like a Mr. Well, he wasn't a Mr. Universe, but he was like uh, a bodybuilder or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Not Mr. Universe, but um, yeah, some type of Something build. like that. But I'm not like a bodybuilder. I'm clearly not a bodybuilder, but you know, guys like Daniel, like Pierce, and and to an extent like Sean, I am kind of looking up to those people. Like if they can do it, I can do it too. It might take a little bit more time. I'm not getting paid to do it, so I'm not going to go. I'm not going to spend six hours in the gym. A, I don't have the energy to do that. B, I'm not getting paid to do that. C, because I'm not getting paid to do it, I have to spend eight hours at a job, so I can't. So D, I can't do it. But it's going to take more time. But it'll be a worthwhile journey. So fit. It's a long way to say fitness. Just look at Daniel Craig coming out of the water in, in what's that movie called? Uh, <laughs> Cowboys versus aliens. Cowboys versus aliens, and and just look at Pearson the Lawnmower Man. Great examples. <laughs> of, hence fitness. Um, so uh, funny enough, um, the uh, my, my my previous. Uh, uh, cool. My next one kind of echoes uh, your point about uh, the fight between uh, Trevelyan and Bond um, in Goldeneye because it's uh, the last moments of that fight. And it echoes also my previous uh, inspiration. It's uh, when Bond lets go of Trevelyan. And I've had to, as much as I value friendship, I've had to terminate some friendship. That's tough. With... Uh, executive and uh, privilege because uh, sometimes you have relationships that stay too long in your life people toxic people in Bond's case that was uh, a double agent uh, corrupt uh, mm -hmm. double O double O six and yeah the will the, sometimes you have to like you know what it's not worth my time I need to let it go And that it personally, that moment actually personally inspired me in my own life. Like, crude. You know, there's an expression. I don't know what the English equivalent is. I'm sure there's something along the line. But in French, uh, we say uh, "aimer les autres commence par aimer soi-même." Yes. Un peu. Sometimes you have to look out for yourself. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I did, and that's and I look at that. that that's the last time I saw him. Like when he says. For me, it's like, yeah, sometimes you have to do just <laughs> you got to take care of yourself, let 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 it go, like let the guy fall. Yeah. I talked about the physical, you're talking about sort of the emotional and the psychological. 
Yeah, if you don't take care of those two things, the physical will probably follow suit. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's a good point. It's it's a good point. It does. It's it's not something that reoccurs often in the, but it happens a couple of times actually in the Brosnan era because even uh, in the, the War's Not Enough, like he has to kill the villain and he's in, he, he's supposed like yeah. he's in love yeah. with her and he's like I never miss and he he shoots her and he's he's. Never misses, but he's gonna miss. He, he will miss her. He will miss yeah. her. It's it, it, it it's, a, it's a sad double entendre. It's a but it happens. I mean, sometimes you have to like you you like the the last 2017 made me learn one thing. Sometimes it's you have to end things before they end you, and yeah. that that was the lesson I learned in 2017, and that's a lesson Bond learns learned in a few of his movies. So that's my inspiration. <laughs> it's very personal. Yeah, it's it's it, sure it's a personal. Well, they're all to an extent they're all personal, but that one I I can certainly imagine that it, it's particularly personal, and and maybe not something that would be at the forefront of 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 my mind. I've never. Well, obviously, you know, we've all had to end certain types of, of relationships, but, you know, something that's like a Bond, a Bond uh, Trevelyan relationship, I guess I've been fortunate never have to have never been in that. But it is maybe something to, to keep in mind if I ever do find myself in that situation. I've been fortunate. I'm, I, I applaud you for having uh, done the for me thing. Yeah. Tough, but fair. If extremely so and yeah. it's, uh, it's 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 funny so what what else what do you have next uh well since i just talked about one where i couldn't possibly use roger moore uh, as an example although now you have me extra curious about the 007 diaries and his squats um the third one is pretty much only about roger moore it's just be a gentleman be smooth uh don't stoop to their level uh, they, they, if they reveal themselves to be dirty, be cool about it. The small gestures are the ones people notice. Holding a door open, offering help, listening. Roger Moore, I guess it's less Roger Moore the Bond and maybe Roger Moore the person who was you know, a UNICEF goodwill ambassador. He kept on bringing it up during his evening with Roger Moore events. Just do, And it's not always easy, especially when they reveal themselves to be dirty, but you still have to preserve an air of... It has to be genuine. You have to feel it. You have to be in love with this concept of wanting to be the nicer person. Because people, at the end of the day, people will remember, obviously, the nasty gestures. But that doesn't give you a good reputation. That doesn't build... Reputation is not the right word because that can be... <laughs> taken very artificially your personal brand yeah which is like not a bad thing but i think more importantly you know the reputation would be like the packaging but underneath those those secondary and tertiary layers would be bonds friendships partnerships allies maybe in a professional environment in a friendship environment in a romantic way you know you never know what's going to happen and or who you're interacting with but just Small things. I, I, and it's funny because they do notice them. I, I, I do like holding doors for people. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Pretty ladies have said, "Oh, you're a gentleman." I may have been successful. <laughs> uh, 
but Should accomplished and yeah well, sure <laughs> so no details on this ep- not, not in this episode maybe that'll be another bonus episode <laughs> but yeah no but it's it's one of those little things you know i can't help myself i'm going to I'm going to pull a Roger. Yeah, I know. know. But no, but to get back to the heart of what I'm saying, be smooth. Be a gentleman. Smooth, smooth. Not everybody can be smooth. Even I'm not always smooth, but be nice. No, don't be a... Be a lady. Be a gentleman. Don't be a... Yeah, the D-I-C-K. Just... It's tough sometimes. Sometimes you you mentioned, you know, we mentioned about swallowing pride. This is also, that's sort of, I guess, that it, it... it builds off of that pre- pre- previous point you were mentioning, but it's something I very much take to heart to, to, to the point where, you know, it kind of irks me. I don't show it overtly, but it irks. I don't understand. I work downtown, as do you, and we're, and we're in town, uh, like, during the week, Monday to Friday. Uh, sometimes you on Saturday, poor, poor bastard. But, you know, we're on work d- during business hours, like the good old-fashioned business. So a lot of people, we're right next to the restaurants, we're right next to the shopping malls. These people that just they walk through the door and there's like an elderly person behind them. They just walk away. I'm like, what? Why did you not look behind you to see if anybody was there? A super, you know, a, a Daniel Craig healthy person or a 75 year old woman? What? Just just look behind you. Just just see if anybody's there and hold the door open for them. Nope. Even if it's Daniel Craig, be nice. Hold the door open for Daniel Craig. I'm sure. I'm sure he can hold the door. He can open the door by himself. Just be nice. Or people notice it. Just. Stand in front of the stairs, the the escalators, and block the entrance to everyone. The hmm. simple, the simple gesture make you hmm. a good person or just a jerk. Absolutely. So, and that's that's something. Uh, out of all the the actors, I think it's there's no. I'm, I'm sure they're all very nice people in real life. But you know, people always bring up Roger Moore as as the example of that, and I think that's. He's my favorite Bond because he's like the funniest and he's the lightest and that's sort of my personality anyways. But I think he's also my favorite personality. I think he's the most endearing of all of them. Yeah, it's because he was a nice dude. So anyways, that's my be a gentleman and be smooth. People like that. Your word of honor as an English gentleman. Now I'm going to bring something else, an action sequence. Nice. So um, it's, it, you know, it, it's something that is echoed in most of the Bond uh, action sequence, but I think it's best illustrated in the Madagascar chase and it's Bond's ability to improvise. Because uh, in that sequence, he's faced with an enemy that is faster and more agile than anyone he's faced in any of his previous uh, yeah. encounters. Like he, he, can, he could try and... Okay, I'm going to do like Malakan. I'm going to step on this thing and do a crawl jump and skittle and um, get on the same floor. He could try that and fail miserably and embarrass himself. And Malakan gets away. But no. Yeah, but Bond, what he does, okay, I'm going to jump on that crane. I can run. Um, I'm going to cut off, cut him off at this point. On the, uh, he, he climbs the crane. Um, I'm just going to remove the... This thing and it's gonna launch me upstairs. He throws, uh, he throws this. No, he tries. No, what is he? He throws the gun at me and catch him and mm. throw it back in space. <laughs> he jumps over the wall. I'm gonna run in, into the wall. Or that moment when Molaka. Now they've they've gone back down almost to ground level and they're in, they're in the building that's like sort of halfway done. And Molaka like jumps from level to level and Bond just jumps on this thing and like 
hits it the breaks the compressor. The compressor is just—it's like <laughs> an elevator. Yeah, and it's the ability to improvise, to think on your feet, and find quick solution. And that's something I'm trying always in my life. When I see a problem, I'm always trying to find the shortcut. When when I I have a deadline and I know I'm gonna be late, I try to find the shortcut. I'm willing to improvise. You know, tomorrow this morning. I, I, I promised you I'd be there before noon and you couldn't make it. You know what? I'm going to provide. I'm just going to get an Uber. Like I always have an escape plan. <laughs> Never said let them see you bleed. Always have an escape plan. Exactly. <laughs> it always comes back to Q. Basically, the ability to improvise in any situation uh, is something that I value and I try to uh, be able to do in my own life. Mm. That's a special skill. Not everybody has the ability to do that. I, I, I'm not even confident enough to say that I have that down pat. We've all we've all been in situations oh, we where we've had to improvise. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes we sometimes it's a pass. Sometimes it's a fail. I. It's not great improvising, but I think uh, I, I I love. You know, I used to make my short films and I planned them to the letter and. When it came to shooting them and making them, when I had a problem, this is where I really got my jollies off because I love to improvise. I love to find solution to problems and think on my feet. Mm. We can't do this. Okay, let's do this. Okay, it's going to cut back to yeah. what I shot before. Okay, I'm going to be able. So I have to adjust. That's the type of stuff. I guess, I guess the one example I could, in my line of business without, no way I'm going to get into too many details, but I guess my line of business has to do with to an extent, uh, finances, and to an extent, uh, insurance. And if I'm working on on a case where I know there's sort of official uh, company-stamped documentation that could give me the answer, but sometimes it's not clear, sometimes this document just really isn't broaching the question I have in mind. Oh, it's finance. There are banks. There's the Canada Revenue Agents. So I just like go to another website. Oh, there's exactly the thing I'm looking for. You know, don't limit yourself to the variables you just have in front of you. Try to think outside the box a little bit. It's maybe not the best example, but it's the first that comes to mind right now. <laughs> I see. I see what you. I, I understand your point. Hmm. Uh, anything else you want? I didn't want to. I didn't uh, want you to close that. If you want. No, to actually, that uh, that closes. <laughs> The ability to improvise. So. That's good. That's a that's a that's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. Your friendship one was like, ah, this one is like, huh. <laughs> and the anti-friendship was like, ooh, cold. Yes, yeah, well, that's true. Yes, yeah, true. You had a friendship and an anti-friendship. Yeah, I paired them. Friendship for yourself, which is just as important sometimes. <laughs> I, I, you got to be your own friend sometimes. Uh, so my last one, you probably have another one after me. Yes. Uh, my first, my first one, <laughs> my fourth one is. I guess I, I could bring up some some examples. It's it's the time when, you know, Moonraker, uh, Bond goes to the MI6 uh, headquarters in in the in the Amazon, and there's Q and there's M, and they're talking about the poison, and Q says like, oh, I believe it's this plant, and Bond gets up, da 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 da, -da. <laughs> poison plant. Eradicates this and that and that and blah 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 blah. So it's the idea of being curious about the world, being open to the world. Now that's like a very fanciful example, or like the Goldfinger, you know, example. Or it's like you know that would take uh, thirty-eight and a half years, you know, or, or so many trucks to get the gold out of Fort Knox <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, those are like far-fetched, like humorous examples. Although there, there may be mathematicians that are that are smart enough to do that. 
but it's the idea of being open to learn, trying to be educated about about the world around you. And, and um, sometimes it's about a culture. Sometimes it's a language. Uh, I keep telling myself I need to become trilingual. I need to stop. My, the, my running gag is I know 2.5 languages. It's because I can bullshit my way through Spanish. I don't know it well enough, you know, but I'd like to actually be trilingual. You know, I got to travel more. I like, I love reading about religion, but I'm not a religious person. I can't bring myself to really like worship deity seriously, but yet I find it fascinating reading about those cultures. You know, what is it about that culture that drives them? Not drives them, but what is it about that that helps them sleep at night? You know, the, the, their bedrock, you know. Just learning about those things and being not, because when you do that, you understand the world around you a lot more. I sort of went on to write, well, he's multilingual and knowledgeable about several cultures, but is very British. He has a, a singular cause to fight in favor of the safety of British soil. Uh, but his worldview and handling of, of non-domestic matters is, 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 is vast, so to speak. Another thing that comes to mind sometimes is, you know, I'm born and, and bred here. Montreal, Quebec, Canada. I'm very fortunate to be from here. I'm very fortunate to be from Montreal, which is a incredibly bilingual city. Yes, it is. You know, that's that's the reason why you're bilingual. That's the reason why I'm bilingual. I remember. I remember. Right, I'm not from Travi. I'm from Travi. I'm not from Montreal. True, and it's also yeah, it's true. It's not the reason why you're bilingual. You're bilingual because of uh, Kevin Conroy. Uh, <laughs> lest we forget, <laughs> which is not entirely inaccurate. <laughs> Pop culture in, yeah. in general. But so what I'm getting at, uh, I'm trying not to be too long-winded, is I'm very fortunate to be from here. It's enabled me to to be bilingual and bicultural. But at the same time, I can't be like, it's the greatest place on earth. I can't, I've never lived anywhere else for an extent. I can't say that, but I can learn about these other ones. What's better here? What's better there? What's the nuances in life. So it's a very general thing, but be open. You know, it's, Bond is British. He fights for the British. It's the Fenholz, you know, queen and country is the job description. But to do the job, he almost has to be as un-British as possible. He has to be from anywhere on the planet, you know. And that's, I kind of like that, that openness, you know, don't, don't renounce where you're from. You don't have to be not happy of where you're from. But don't, you know, this, you know, my country right and wrong stuff. It's like, what's the point? There are like 250 countries in the world. It's like, you can learn stuff from anywhere, everywhere, all the time. So just be, be curious about the world. Be I guess. open. Be open about various topics. Be as, uh, we can't always be as not as educated as Bond because it's like ridiculous what he says sometimes. Like, yeah. how would he know this? How would he remember that? Um, but in our own ways to try to emulate that. Be, be willing to experience other culture, yeah. other uh, elements of life, not just bask in, you know, basically just always be in the rut of always doing the same thing over and over. You need to expand your, 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 your experience in life. If yeah. you do the same thing over and over and over, like it becomes tiresome. Well, maybe a more layman example is at this time last year, we started editing our shows and I was very slow I was very slow 
at this point, I'm much better than I was 12 months ago. So what was my new res- New Year's and I, one of my actual New Year's resolutions, which I which I've broached with you, I want to learn how you figure out how to do all those posters. <laughs> I got the audio down part I, fine. I will teach you. Be you, my sensei. I'll you know, be your sensei. Learn something new. I, I have no idea where to begin to do those posters. You know what? Teach I, do, me. I, I yeah. have a graphic tablet which I could give to you actually. Oh, we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> Top marks, 007. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, so that brings me to my last Wrap it one. Up. My last one is it's a line that I I quote all the time at work in my real life. It's not, and it's probably not just from James Bond, but I, I, I'm always picturing that scene in particular when I say it. And life is full of little challenges. <laughs> I love this line because it. I mean, it's from the world is not enough, and it's, it's an absurd moment where there, uh, Bond and Christmas Jones are on this little rinky-dink uh, super sled, and they're chasing a nuclear bomb and a pipeline that's stuck on a. Well, they have to defuse a nuclear yeah, bomb, and they, they're they're going on the 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 the, the, the thing thing of the that has the bomb and the Christmas Jones is looking at it. Oh, the bomb has been tempered with, and. Uh, and she like uh, uh, Bond says to her, "Oh, you've diffused uh, hundreds of these. Yeah, but they're usually standing still." And he answers, no, "Life gives us uh, life is full of little challenges." And I use that line each time people, because I, I I work in a call center, and people often start their call by explaining their situation, which uh, it's not my role to fix. But I, I'm I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. Life is full of little challenges. I use that line to diffuse situations all the time, and it works. It's an awesome pe- line. Yeah. And pe- like one, one customer actually, huh, that's not a bad philosophy. La vie est remplie de petits, de petits défis. défis. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that in my Just life. Diffusing bomb nucléaire ce weekend? <laughs> no. no. But that's why, yeah. that's why it's such a brilliant line. It's just like, huh, it's not that, it's not that hard. My little daily challenges, my little problems in my own personal life, eh, I don't have to defuse a nuclear bomb, so I guess I'm I'm going to be okay. That's why I love this line. It is a very good line and very, very apropos. You brought up some really cool things. I like, I'm going to, I'm going to try to remember and, and apply uh, same, a couple same of Same with those. me. I mean, same. just with the, the, uh, the physical, I, I, I won't be in Daniel Craig shape, but I can get in Roger Moore shape by the end of the year. Yeah. Well, certainly, certainly the, uh, the friendship thing is in for, I, I try to apply that anyways, but just the way you presented it was very interesting. And the life is full of small challenges. One was, was, was pretty good too. I hope to not be in the for me situation. <laughs> I'd rather not have to be in a situation. I, apply I, that I, I don't think you will. It's, <laughs> it takes a lot to be, or the, the, for me or the, uh, uh, I never miss, but sometimes it's it, it had some relationship. Then you need to terminate them because mm. they sometimes it's 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 probably even work. Sometimes you need to, to 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 sometimes it just doesn't work for either person. You just need to like go your separate ways before actually throwing somebody off a satellite dish or shooting somebody in a tower. Yeah, the point being, you want to end it before you. Get to that point. Yeah. But, you know, you have might, to... Re- might rest on your conscience for a few days, that one. <laughs> Just shoot, I had to toss yeah. him off the satellite dish. That's how bad it got. <laughs> yeah, you need to end it before it gets there, but you have to be willing to. Like, it's the same thing. You have to terminate the friendship and not be in contact with the, that said person because it doesn't 
give any good results. So that's about it. For you, might, me. you might need to say you need to preserve that quantum of solace. Egg, yeah, my uh, self quantum of solace. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm about done, uh, but please, 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 please. I, I have to know. What about? Uh, do we have people everywhere? I do have people everywhere, wouldn't you say? One of the many places where we have people everywhere. It's funny how we say we have people. It's like you, me, and one man in the field, but whatevs. <laughs> have I said too much? I'll cut that out. <laughs> Anyways, well, no, not true. The Christmas episode proved we do have people everywhere. And it's becoming it's becoming an hashtag. Uh, did you see it? No. Oh, it's David Zaritsky. Uh, he used it twice. We salute thee, Mr. Zaritsky. <laughs> so... We do have people everywhere, www.thejamesbondcomplex.com, which also serves as our Tumblr platform. There's the platform that is anchor.com, which hosts us. Thank you. And we have a wonderful Facebook page. Search for us at The James Bond Complex. We have a very good Twitter account. Search for us at The Bond Complex. Um, I like taking pretty pictures. I know... You must like taking pretty pictures because you actually manage the Instagram account. I have not once, not I once know. logged in. I know. You should. Because the Facebook and the Twitter takes up enough of my time. But we are on Instagram. We slash really you are on Instagram at the James Bond Complex. Uh, YouTube. YouTube. Uh, search for us at the James Bond Complex. Subscribe. Click the little. Uh, there's a thumbs up and a thumbs down. Now, you know, it's a 50-50. It's a toss up. It's really not, but uh, yeah, you have to go thumbs up. Yeah, be positive. Why be negative? We just talked, we just spent like half exactly. an hour talking about inspiration. Let's be positive, people. You can do this. New year, new beginning, new you. Let's go. Thumbs up. You know what else I think they can do? I think they're smart enough to go to Google Play. Unlike me, find a way to search to find us on Google Play and, 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 and buy us. Buy buy our product on Google Play. We not we're not for sale. It's free. <laughs> this podcast is free. And if you can if you can subscribe and click the thumbs up on YouTube, and if you can subscribe to and listen to us on on Google Play, I there is no doubt in my mind, no doubt, baby, that you can search for us on iTunes at the James Bond Complex. You can click on the subscribe button. Your command of the English or French language or any other language, although I'd be at a loss to read it, to write a, leave us a review. And you know what? Just like those good old stars your teacher used to give you in elementary school, give us five glowing golden gun review. I am on Twitter at double O pop. Those are the words double underscore O H underscore. <laughs> I'm, I'm at Matt O'Claire with two T's. Please don't forget it. Just as James Bond is always want to return, what is the James Bond complex return? Colonel Sun? Uh, no, no, no. A post, okay, post we're, we're, stuff, yeah. Okay. We are doing episodes. I mean, we're giving us some some, um, some leeway because, I mean, there's, uh, I can't rely on the, uh, well, there's still audio books, but I, I want to start reading these longhand, so... Um, and I'm a slow reader. Uh, well, I'll try and read it quickly. Uh, but we're technically we're doing uh, two uh, post debriefings, but not the debrief. Well, there will be a debriefing that you guys are used to, and there will be two debriefings that we'll be doing for the first time. A Fleming debriefing, mm -hmm. 
and a Connery debriefing, which since we have no more Connery, even the unofficial one, we've done that one too. So it, a, a real Connery debriefing. And uh, we'll also do a, a mystery movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, for the first time in the podcast, the James Bond Complex existence, uh, the movie we will cover won't be a James Bond movie. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, we're entering a new chapter of the James Bond Complex. It's it's f- February. This is this is our January recording. So we're we're going to reconvene in February as as we do. We we do this once a month, and we do a bunch in a batch during the whole day. It's gonna be an interesting day in february when we sit down to record it's going to be interesting so toujours un plaisir et à la prochaine au revoir you have a nasty habit of surviving well, you know what they say about the fittest <laughs>